0: Good morning, everybody. It is Kelby joined by Drew. We are here to talk about culture. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Yeah, real good. Cool. So you ever going to tell what's happening in the next couple of weeks? I think I should wait for the last episode. Oh, my gosh. Of this Whatever. series. Series? Yeah. This is going on forever. sure This ain't dang serious. This series is lasting forever. Anyway. Whatever. Um... What were we going to talk about? Oh, so today we are going to talk about (laughs) kind of how do we apply a new culture or how do you initiate one or where we thought that we needed to change our culture. So I guess we kind of start with that. And the reason I, the whole reason I wanted to enhance per se, our culture is to, we kind of said it before is to separate ourselves from any other construction company. So you have how many construction companies out there? what makes someone on the side of the road or someone looking for a job, what makes them pick us over someone else? Kind of, I mean, there might be other kinds of factors. There might be someone they know that works for them or this and that. They want to do this kind of work, not that kind of work. But what my goal was to separate arm Corps from per se, any other construction company in our local areas to create a culture for that reason. And I mean, create, so that's why we started this whole process was to, Have we had five core values that sat on the back of a shirt? And that's all the extent it was. It was never really communicated. It never was really talked about. It wasn't in our language or any of our processes. Really, they were just there. And I think a lot of companies out there have that. They have core values, but how often are you talking about them? How often are you speaking them through all your processes? So I think we have with our ten core values that all of our employees came up with. I think we can apply those through all of our processes and use them even in life we can, we've said this multiple times is you can apply these to every aspect of your life. I mean, being inte- having integrity is, I mean, you should wake up and be telling the truth because can you really trust someone who's always lying to you? No. So I think it was really the motive of why we wanted to kind of enhance this culture. I don't want to say, a co- I think every company has a culture. I mean, it's there, it's created by the people who you hire and what they do and what they talk about or anything like that. But I think if you want to progress and separate yourself from someone else is you really have to be intentional about creating a culture of excellence. And that's what we're trying to do here. So that's kind of what motivate motivated us to, I, I don't want to say change it, enhance it is what we're doing here.
1: I guess it's, there's a there's a big difference between memorizing the core values rather than, you know, acting them out. Yeah. I think we were, many people focus on memorizing what was on the back of the shirt someone asked what our core values were and they just memorized the words but they didn't
0: understand what they actually meant. That's a good point. And I think when you begin to understand it is when you start talking about it more in every process. Um, I don't know, reviews, you do your reviews, it should be in that process and emails you should be it should be just there all the time. And so people understand that and start living that out and creating habits of living out these core values. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a good point is people put these words. I mean, when I was in the air force, we had our three integrity first service before self excellence and all we do. We had to memorize that. And that's actually a good point is I think we only knew those because they were beating our heads so much. Right, you had to learn them, but then you have to explain why, like, why are we living by these core values? Integrity first, you have to be, tell the truth, do what is right. Especially when no one was looking was the main explanation that I always got excellence in all you do. Mm goes without saying you need to be excellent in everything you do. Why wouldn't you want to be right? If P, you got someone over here complaining about, Oh, I don't, this person, this person's doing this, getting this. And I don't get ever get a raise or anything. Well, yeah. Cause you're sitting there complaining, focused on the result that you want and not, you don't, you were not willing to do the work. So be excellent in everything you do. Um, and then service before self in there for was just, I mean, I didn't really like that one because, especially nowadays, I think you need to take care of yourself first so you can serve yeah, everything right. and everyone else the best you possibly can. Because if you're serving someone in it with an empty cup of your own, you're not going to be able to give 110%. Yeah. So yeah, that's that was the whole reason is we want to separate ourselves. And we also want to create a culture where we empower people and we try to motivate them and make them the best versions of themselves. So if they want to go off and do something different one day, that they're fully capable and we've given them the resources and the empowerment and the encouragement to do that. But they also don't want to leave because the culture is so good here. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can get to that level, that's, that's crazy where you got people fighting for their job one, but for people on the outside that are like, I want to work there because I've had all these people talk about this place and how great it is. I mean, think about that word of mouth is better than anything, better yeah. than a, a Facebook ad trying to get someone out there. That's, that's dollars. That's money. You're doing that to get just fill a spot. Basically you're in need. I mean, any ad, any, any, any ad out there trying to hire someone, you're literally paying to try to hire someone. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. If you can get it to where you never have to put an ad out and it's word of mouth, like I'm bringing in people. Cause if you have an employee, current employee that knows how good this place is, they're not going to want to bring in someone that's going to make their job harder. They're going to bring in people that are, they know they trust. And since we have them as an employee, we trust them. So we're going to trust that they're this person that they're bringing in is going to be top notch too.
1: I mean, it's, you got it at the end of the day. It's, you got to spend money to make money. So, yeah, I mean, if you spend a few dollars on an ad to bring someone in, they're going to, they may make an extra thousand or $10,000 on a job for you that you never thought would be
0: possible. Yeah. Ads are definitely good. I mean, we've got one out currently right now and it's, we've got so many leads and it's just, it's a nice field of people. Obviously you probably could get 5% out of that 60, but I mean that 5%, maybe one or two individuals could be a catalyst for the next level of your company. Yeah. So yes, the ads, I don't want to say don't do ads, but yes, you, but I'm saying in the future, the goal long-term goal is for our culture to be so good that we have people knocking on the door trying to fight to get in, but we have employees that are fighting to keep their job because they love it. So, and it's, it's a culture that'll work people out that just don't fit it. I mean, we've, we've kind of noticed that in the last couple months Yeah, is there's some people that just aren't willing to change, change. They don't want to work into this. they want to stay in their ways. They want to stay in their comforts that they think are better than anybody's. Mm. Um, but that's, that's not what we need to be here. So, um, kind of, I don't know if you want to add anything to that. No, I think that's, I mean, so that was our whole. If,
1: if it, I mean, like you said before, if someone does leave, but they take our core values with them and the mentality that we created, and they go to a different job and they ask where they came from and see how well they've been doing, and you know that just it's it's almost like a walking billboard still for ArmCorp. Yeah, I mean, you see this person talking about ArmCorp, how good we were. Even if they start their own business and hire their own employees, yeah. I mean, it it just keeps it's like a domino effect of goodness all around of, you know, but I mean, there's always a starting point. We started back in 2009 and didn't have anything incorporated just the core values on the shirt. But now we're, it's kind of like we're rebuilding, um, from scratch and, you know, weeding out the people that don't want to change for
0: the better. That's a good point you made about the people leaving and get, making sure they, are leaving on good terms and have a way to finish their story here. And that's why I was going to get into his exit interviews and how important those are. Um, but usually people leave because they're either fired, they're disgruntled with leadership or anything, or, I mean, you don't often hear someone leaving because they don't want to, but they want something more. They want something bigger for themselves. You don't hear that very often yes, people go and do different careers or something, or they go work for family or they go do this opportunity, but to be able to empower them to build something bigger mm-hmm. for themselves, maybe not saying bigger than a, a construction company or arm but they have been handed the resources and the knowledge and the power and the confidence to go out and do something that they've always wanted to do. Maybe arm is not their long-term long-term career, mm-hmm. but they feel so good and comfortable leaving now that they are ready to go build that, but it's so hard for them to leave because it's such a good place to work at. Right. That is the ultimate goal. That is why we have started this enhancement of our culture. Uh, so how to apply it. I think the biggest thing is, so myself, I I kind of initiated this process, not trying to toot my own horn or anything like that, but I can't just put something out and expect it just to flip right away. No, it's I've realized it's act almost impossible just to think that that's going to happen. So what we have done is we've been slowly step-by-step implementing that language in all our processes, talking about the core values. There's, there's Monday emails that are sent out every week, just with some motivation or some, some daily spiritual warfare that we deal with with our own thoughts, feelings, emotions, and actions. I mean, this is stuff that we can apply every day. So it's just little things like that. And one of the biggest things that I learned actually yesterday is that I have, I, not me, we have to go to our managers and they have to be able to speak that same language. Mm -hmm. So I guess it is me. I have to go talk to these managers and kind of, I don't want to say coach them, but mentor them, mentor, whatever, and say like, this is what the vision is. This is what the dream is. This is what it can be. Like not everybody can see what's in my head or my heart. I have to portray that as best as I can. So they're like, Oh yeah, like I see you changing. So now I would like to do that. Right. So then once your lower employees, I hate saying lower, like cause I see everybody as one, like we're a team here, but obviously with the team, you got a head coach, so you got the boss, man. Like if he's not doing it, no one below right. him is no gonna want to do yeah. it. So right. you gotta get you gotta start there. Then you gotta start with the execs. If they're not doing it, no one under them. It's, it's literally a ladder. You got to go down. I'm I'm starting to realize that more and more. So when you do that, you start getting them to speak the language and now you got to go. They have to go. It can't just be one person going to every person, every individual saying, Hey, this is where we need to be. And then they see Joe over here being complete opposite of that. And he's within the company. Joe Biden. You're saying Joe Biden. Yeah. And he, see yes, you laughing. We don't need to get political on here, but anyway, <laughs> Um, Billy, Bob, whatever. I, I don't know. I always go to Billy, uh, John, John, Jacob, Hank Smith. All right. Anyway. So if they see X over here doing the opposite of what Kelby's talking to me about, they're like, yeah, screw you, Kelby. Screw your culture. (laughs) That's, I mean, it's it. I don't want a life coach. Like I don't want, that's not, and that's not even what I'm trying to do, but now I'm realizing it's like, it's got to come top down hit the execs, then you got to hit the PMs per se, the, the, those mid-level managers that are, they're in, they're in the deep, they're in trenches right there. So then once they start seeing it, they can, once they start doing it, they can go out to the superintendents and then they can start showing that, Oh, wow, this is all these people are doing it. Mm. So now they have two choices. They either jump on that and start speaking the language themselves, the core value language themselves, start living that out because now you have all these managers at that next level doing it. And then they're like, oh crap. Okay. So I either start doing it myself because I want to, or they work themselves out. They're just not going to fit. Like I said, some people work themselves out and they, they're just not going to fit here because that's how it should be. You shouldn't be hanging on to people and trying to put a square peg in a, a circle hole. You can't do that. It's, it's, it's impossible. So don't stop, stop beating your head against the wall to try to keep these people around. And I think, yes, a lot of companies do that because one, why they don't want to lose people sucks. Now their manpower screwed. There's a many reasons that people hold on to people. And it, it shouldn't be that way. You can't do that because at the end of the day, you're hurting yourselves more than anything. Yeah. You're hurting yourselves more than letting go of that person, taking a short-term hit, and sacrificing investing for the future of getting the right employees in there. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, so now you have your superintendents do it. Now you can hit the that next level, which is like the labor force. Now they're just like, wow, this whole company is... This is what we're living. Okay. This is what we'll do. And now once you start that, that's when, that's when you start implementing, implementing all your processes. That's, that's how you do it. Yeah. That's you start talking like that. You, you talk about the core values, commu- effective communication. It should be these core values are the standard. That's that line in the sand. And I hate that word now. I hate that phrase, the line in the sand, because sand can easily be covered. So it's like, you almost got to do concrete put the line right there on your foundation, that line in the concrete. I'm going to start saying that almost now because it can't easily be covered. Yeah. You put that line in there and you do not waver from it. That's your standard. The core values are the standard. Now the mission is the standard now and you cannot waver from it. The moment you waver from it, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to the company. You're lying to your subordinate. Mm -hmm. It's that's where the accountability comes in. You have to stay accountable to that standard. Yeah. If, if someone's not effectively communicating, you can't be like, you can't make excuses for it. You can't be like, well, maybe it was this, maybe it was that. No, you, the standard is right there. It's in stone, set in stone. Do not waver from it. Mm -hmm. Or then you lose trust because then all these other employees around them, they saw what they did and they saw what the manager didn't do. So now you've got this guy over here like, well, then I can do that. Yeah. And then now if that manager sees that guy doing it, and says something this time. Well, you didn't say anything over to the other guy. Mm. So now it happens. People are sitting here listening to this, like, wow, yeah, I have that in my organization all the time. Yes, because you didn't, you don't have all levels on the same standard. You've said the standard, but now you have a super, you have a project manager that's different than this other project manager that treats people differently. That's, that's your fault at the, the next level. Yeah. You didn't check them and hold that project manager accountable. Right. It's, it's, it's so simple when you think about it, it's so simple. I mean, it's almost like we should be robots. I mean, I hate that because there is interpersonal and human skill, but once you have that standard set and you have people that buy into it and are for it and you can hold them accountable to it. Right. Cause ultimately that's where, that's where it is, is that next level up. Right. For a project manager. They should be holding the superintendents accountable. If one is doing something different than another project manager, you're going to have these superintendents spread out on that level saying, well, well, this guy didn't do it to that guy and that guy didn't do it to this guy, but he's doing it to me. You can't have that because then that's when you have all the the clashing and stuff and people start, oh, I don't care. I don't, they ain't going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now the superintendents, if they see being held accountable for themselves, now they can hold the laborers, yeah. Accountable. It, it goes up and down. It's the same thing. So I'm rambling on right now, but I don't know if you want to add anything in there. I don't know. I guess that you said it before. You're not really a life coach. It,
1: it sounds like you just want to, you want the best for the people around you to help you yeah. and to help each other. It's not a life coach. It's just wanting to see everyone work together as a team and, and adopting the same values to run a company. What's it's, our
0: purpose? Right. It's our purpose on this earth to be the best version of ourselves. Right. I mean, why wouldn't you want to be on a team that everybody is trying to be the best version of themselves? not in a competitive way. Yes. Competition's good, but they are focused on them and doing the best they can because they know ultimately when they're doing the best, it's going to help the team. Right. And when you have a bunch of people doing that on the same team, not trying to outdo each other and, be better or one up each other mm. or undercut someone or throw someone under the bus. They're all trying to be the best version of themselves. You have a team that's unstoppable. Mm. So that is the ultimate goal. Yeah. So that's where setting that standard in stone, not sand and holding it accountable. Right. It's that simple. Right. And people overcomplicate and say, Oh, where are we going wrong? Why do we have people leaving? Why do we, I can tell, I, I literally probably could go to a company right now, go in there and audit it for a couple of weeks And pinpoint exactly what happened. And nine times out of 10, it's going to be, you you have your standard right here, your employee handbook, your core values, your mission. That's all on your site. You have them right there. Yeah. You didn't hold anybody accountable to them. I mean, when's the last time anyone's looking at an employee handbook? Probably never. Yeah. They sign the acknowledgement off. Have you read it? Yeah. I guarantee you a president of a company. Hey, my company's failing. I I'll go there now and figure it out. And I'll tell you right now. Well, guess what? You didn't hold Mr. President. You didn't hold this exec accountable. Mm -hmm. So now they're not going to hold this project manager or superintendent accountable and so on. It's, it's so simple. That's where the dam broke. So, I mean, it's, it's really simple. I mean, and the more and more I look into this, it's people overcomplicated it or overcomplicated. I mean, you got it. It's simple. Yeah. So, um, I guess we could almost, do exit interviews. Yeah, we'll just jump into it. Cause I mean, that's, that can't be a whole episode, I guess. But with the, I mean, unless you wanted to add something to that, no, yeah. there's probably more to it to apply it, but it's really simple. Set the standard, hold everybody accountable to it. Mm-hmm. That's how you build a culture. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more things that we can talk about down the road and make more episodes about, but that's really how you apply it. You, yeah. you <laughs> right there. So, um, we've mentioned exit interviews and when someone leaves, what kind of legacy or story are they going to leave? Or what kind of story are they going to go out and tell people? Because ultimately your employees, your current former, maybe future ones, they're all walking boatboards. They go out to the bars, they go out to the stores, they go out to the, they just go out in the public. Yeah. And they're talking about where you work. If they're wearing a shirt that says arm person's person can be like, what's that place? Oh, this place sucks. Don't even work. Like, don't even think about it. Is that what you want? No, you want them to say, Oh man, let me tell you, let me tell you about this place. And they just go da 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 like this is awesome. Now that person they just advocated for him, and it's like, dang, I want to work there. Yeah. And ask yourself right now: Do we have that happening right now? Ask yourself that as a company owner, an organization owner, or a project manager, or a, a manager of a story. Do you have that? Yeah. What kind of product are you coming into your store? What kind of people are you interviewing for jobs? You can tell all levels of stuff. What kind of stories being told about your management, about your store, about your organization, you can tell. Okay. So that organ, that exit interview is so important because, and this is another thing I learned from yesterday is extra. I knew exit interviews were important because you want to hear, you want to hear about how they feel, what could be fixed. A lot of them are going to just be complaining most likely. Yeah. But you can work through the different levels and find out if there's something else out there that you didn't know that you could fix. Mm. I mean, and it finishes their story. If you leave them with a good final moment of allowing them to speak about their disgruntledness or anything towards your company, no matter what they've done, no matter how they feel, it allows you guys to put an end to that story. So now they can go out. They were either going to go out and say nothing about this company, or they were going to swear and, Cuss about this company and say how terrible it was, and it doesn't matter what kind of person they are, and if they're a complainer, and people know it, it doesn't matter. They're still they're going to leave an impact on people by what they say. Yeah. So having that interview and giving them the, giving them the opportunity and the platform to tell you like what was going on or why this or why that or where we can improve or what was great or what could have kept them to stay, we now have information that we didn't weren't going to have if we just let them walk. Yeah. Now we have information we can use. Yeah. Now you got to put it into action. You got to dissect it, you got to evaluate it cuz like I said it's it's emotional. It's emotional time for everybody. So a lot of those words could be emotional, but you could still take something from them. Yeah. So exit interviews you need to do them, no matter what. So you got anything on that? No, I agree. Uh, we just covered a lot. There's so much to this, but really in summary how to apply a new culture is just, you got you to gotta speak to employees like we did, interview them, find out what trends they're seeing, and you start seeing trends. And then you can start building your core values off of that. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, whether people like it or not, when they talk about something they want at an organization, they want that overall in life. Yeah. They want that in their, their married life or their family life or their personal life or their hobbies or whatever. They, that's what they want. That's what they see. Those are the values they want to live by. And that's what the values that they do live by. So listen to them, listen to your own That is a huge one. We've had that on an episode is just listen. Um, Tim said it himself is the biggest thing is stop trying to force things and just listen to your people. Yeah. Um, so we had those core values created now. I don't know if this is a quote or anything. It's not set in sand anymore. We got to set it in stone. So it's permanent. It can't be easily uncovered or anything like that it's set in stone. Now you got to hold everybody accountable to that standard. Yeah. It's your employee handbook. It's your, it's your core values. It's your mission. You, if it's said, if you say you're going to do this, you have to do it because the moment you don't do it, mm. it's done. Yeah. I mean, I'm running into the issue right now is mid-year, mid-year reviews. I don't, I'm pretty sure some people aren't doing them or they're just not important. It, that, we said we were going to do it. Yeah. So you have to do it because now it's, Oh, well, where the, where'd that go? You hear that so many times. I mean, it's crazy. You, you, and then people say, "Oh, they're just complaining." Do your job, okay? You think they're going to stick around? No, yeah, they're going to be miserable. They're going to take that home to their their spouse, their kids. Like it, it's so many domino trails of dominoes that people don't realize. They just look at that first one. Yeah, they don't look at what the what they say or do, how that's going to affect down the line. And then if you have pr- someone going home and they're disgruntled at home, and then they bring that home, and then they bring their disgruntledness towards to work because they were disgruntled at home. Now they got in an argument with their wife. So now they're disgruntled about that. It's just an ongoing cycle that people don't realize. So listen, set the standard and hold everybody accountable to it. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're so afraid of confrontation and tough conversations. Like that tough conversation you got to have. One, you're going to, the more you have, the better you're going to get at it. And the more uncomfortable, uh, less uncomfortable it's going to be. Yeah. But the more you hold out, the worse it's going to get. It's going to turn into a virus. It's going to get worse. So have the tough conversations. If someone's got to go, someone's got to go. It's in the long run. It's going to be, it's going to, it's going to be better. Yeah. It's going to be so much better. I get this short-term fear that we live in that we're afraid to lose someone. It's all short-term fear. In the end, it's going to be worse for you. It's going to take away. That short-term fear of losing a person, whether good or bad, it's going to eventually take something away. If it's not them, it's going to be something else and it's going to make life even harder for you. So nip it in the butt right away. Nip it in the butt. If someone did something, don't, don't ponder, just address it right away. We've gone so far from having tough conversations and everybody's feelings matter and sensitive. It's, it's your choice to be offended Mm hundred percent. It's your choice to be offended. If you're offended by something, that's on you. So constructive criticism, it's be, being um, what was our one? Be adaptable. Yeah. Take constructive criticism, take initiative and just do it. So that's all I got. I don't know if you want to add anything. No.
1: Okay. That's it. Well, guys, gals, uh, please leave comments in our, um, social media. We had a good episode today and if you want to watch it, put it on, we have it on YouTube Um, That'll be out today, just like Spotify. Um, And if you want to leave any comments, concerns, uh, even apply, uh, you can do that through our uh, website. Um, We have a link that can go right to our HR. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you know anyone that wants to work, uh, work hard and travel, um, we will take them. And with that being said, you can also email us at Drew or Kelby at armcorpinc.com, A-R-M-C-O-R-P-I-N-C.com. With that being said, please share the show so we can grow.